welcome back to the Daily Gloss. This is Steph, and today we have a repeater here on the show with us. Introduce yourself. I am Drew. I don't know what else to say besides I am Stephanie's husband. If you hear that movement, it's Andrew adjusting the mic. Yeah, happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode. Excited that you are here. Before we start our entire topic, here are some life updates and events that Andrew and I did. Because usually it's me and Lynn, but now it's us. Hmm. We went to the Minnesota Zoo. With Joe and Lynn. With Joe and Lynn to celebrate their birthday. So that was fun. It was scorching hot. It was really hot. It was so hot. We were all sweating. And I'm not someone who sweat, y'all. And I was sweating. Yeah, your nose was glistening. Really? I felt like my forehead was dripping sweat. I mean, it was hot where my sweat was coming down into my sunglasses and I couldn't see. (laughs) Also, I felt like, okay, but I didn't sweat in my armpit. I just sweat it on my face. No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I did not sweat in my armpit, but I sweat, like, on my back and stuff. It was so weird. I don't sweat profusely ever in my entire life. I enjoy the warmth. It felt like a nice blanket. But somehow, on that day, no shade, all sun, at the zoo, it was so hot. And I feel like we walked longer than... We wanted to. So, like, the main reason why we wanted, or Joan Lynn wanted to go to the zoo, correct me if I'm wrong... As Stephanie spills coffee all over the desk. I just spilled coffee all over me. Is it hot? No. Are we starting over? We're never starting over. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, really? We decided to go to the zoo with Joe and Lynn. We self-invited. And... Did we? I, I just told Lynn, like, when are you guys going, if we can join you guys? Because I really want to go oh, to the treetop trail, which Lynn, they were supposed to go with Lynn's family. I think they were supposed to go with Pachia. But then something came up and they couldn't go. And so oh. Lynn was like, oh, you guys can definitely go with us. Yeah. Yeah. So the the zoo actually opened this treetop trail walking around the entire zoo And that was the main reason why we wanted to go because we wanted to go on this like high trail just to realize that that trail was so long. Um, You can definitely get off whenever you want to. Like there's pit stops where you can just get off the um, rail and, you know, just go on to the ground level and walk and look at animals. But we didn't realize that the trail didn't have, I mean, the section we went did not oversee animals. But yeah, we went down the wrong <laughs> path where it was like they're still developing it, I feel like. Yeah. So I think our our view of it, like what we thought it was going to be is like we're going to walk over like certain animals, animals, and which stuff. there is a section. We just didn't go in that. Section. But I think it's only still only like water, like buffalo. Like, I no, don't because think... if you looked on top of the lam- uh, alpaca and llamas, the trail was over there, like over them, over them. But yeah. But I was, like, hoping we'd go over, like, tiger. 
Yeah. Thing, but I guess it makes sense because they don't want kids to like jump out. They don't want kids to jump out. They don't want kids to throw food or people to lose items over the trail. And I think this trail will be so pretty in the The fall fall. when it's nice, cool breeze. The leaves are changing. Yeah. We'll give you an update because I'm pretty sure you're going to want to go back in the fall. Yes, I do want to go back in the fall. And what else do we do this week? Um, I think that was pretty much it. Andrew went to go watch the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Yeah, with a buddy. And this isn't my podcast. Yeah. So I'm not going to talk about it, but go. If you want to listen, stuff will put a link. You sound bored in my podcast. No, I Your don't. Your voice sounds so bored. Like, eh. Okay. <laughs> Um, what else? I don't think we did anything exciting this past week besides joining Joy Lynn for the zoo. I took an extra day off and Miles and I went to the water park by our house. Um, Miles is just developing day by day. It's not even like weeks anymore. It's just like the next day he's already learned something new. And that kind of blows our mind because... He's turning two next month. Mm-hmm. You think two two years is so short, but it's actually so long. Like they they learn so kid, much. Yeah. yeah, like for a kid watching a kid develop, they learn so much. Were you one of those kids growing up where you thought like summer was forever? No, because I had to clean every single day. Oh, well, that's. <laughs> Yeah, literally, I hated summer break because my mom made us wake up every morning just to clean the house every single day. Like, yeah. every single day. I feel like summer was, like, a year. I wish it felt it was a year. I wish it felt like a year. It was always super quick because, like I said, mom always made us wake up and, like, do chores. And it's not, like, easy chores. It's not, like, vacuuming, no, she, she doing the dishes. Dip, deep it was, like, stuff. deep clean. Like, you were scrubbing the corner with a toothbrush. Scrubbing the white walls that have no stains. Yeah. Every day. GG. Yeah. But I felt like as a kid, though, like a year is long. Like high school. Four years in high school is long. Because you're there eight hours. But like in hindsight, four years in high school, like four years is not long. It is not long. But then for a kid's perspective, it is long because you are developing. You're changing consistently. And I think, like, we're viewing this through Miles' eyes now. And he's changing significantly, constantly. So, like... Changing or growing? Both. I mean, we're... For instance, today, we try to get him to... We're slowly teaching him how to potty train. And... And he hates it. Yeah, I'm like, Because I think he's scared of, like, falling into the toilet, even though he has his own seat. So it's just, like, a constant battle, but it's always changing. There's always something new. Mm-hmm. Like, what did he t- tell you the other day, like, perfectly, like, fluently? The other day, he told me to fix his toy, so I fix it. And usually he'll just be, like, a little, like, <laughs> he says this very high pitch, like, thank you. Like, try um. to be super cutesy. I was expecting that. And he gave me, thanks, Mom, and walks away. Mm-hmm. Full of sass, full of attitude. Acting like he was three years old. I, I just looked at him or like... four even. <laughs> I just... My jaw literally dropped as he was walking away. And it... Because it blew my mind of 
how do you know that phrase? And you're saying it with the attitude of like, I'm already a big kid. Like, when you're only one. I shouldn't be asking you to fix my toy. You should just know to fix my toy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Gosh, that's his attitude, y'all. Yeah. That's what we deal with every day. Um, going into our topic, it is, did you know? I love did you know stuff. I love facts and quirky things because those are actually great conversation starters too if you have to break the ice. The thing is, I'm going to read all of these facts and I'm going to just have Andrew dive in and react to them with me. They're quite a lot, but I hope you guys enjoy this because there's really there's a lot of really fun, quirky stuff that I didn't know that I think would be fun. I also love this topic because I was listening to ba- um, the Bad Broadcast and she has a segment called the Dum Dum Club. That segment is about um, people who didn't really understand terms and then they come to realize like, oh, that's what it is. When people say break a leg, some people think that was a figurative thing, but it's just what theater people say to say like, good luck, you know, hope you make it out there. And some people didn't know that it was a figurative thing, not a literal thing. Well, I think that term actually comes from an actor on stage. Probably. Did you know? I think, I believe that term came from an actor on stage and they broke a leg, but it was such a good performance. That it became a term. A term. See, did you know that? I don't know if that's true though. <laughs> yeah, okay. Also, I am not going to say that these are actually correct. So please do your own research. I did do um, some, you know, research of, oh, what's some fun facts that I didn't know that I think people would enjoy. So. Please enjoy this episode as I read. We're going to start off strong with our home state. Did you know birds in Minnesota get drunk off of berries? No. Yeah. In 2018, Gilbert, Minnesota Police Department issued a notice to the public warning about birds that appear to be a little under the influence. It turns out that airborne animals are apparently eating berries that have fermented due to early frost, which makes them feel a little less than sober. Oh. No wonder they come and hit our wall. I mean, windows. I was going to say, I remember during that time, that report, because birds kept falling on the ground. Oh, for real? Yeah, like people were driving, there'd be like birds that's on the floor all the time. They thought it was like a like a plague or something, like they're oh. dying. <laughs> they're actually just drunk. Dang, <laughs> Dang that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I do not remember that in 2018. Okay, did you know it would cost $18.3 million to make a replica of Darth Vader's suit? Bro, that's Wait, a lot. How of much? $18.3 million. Jeez, no, I did not. And I should yeah. know that. You're going to have to send me that one so I can. Yeah, it says that. according to Time Magazine, it will cost the average person $18.3 million to make a real-life replica of that black suit because it features the voice monitor modifier breathing prosthetic limbs and augmented reality filter that's crazy so if you see someone with a legit cosplay it costs them not much yeah but it has to be like i think this one has to be the exact replica oh okay like if you wanted his actual suit yeah because there's no way these like random 
chunky guys at cons are wearing yeah. 3.3 3 million. 18.3 <laughs> million. dollars to No, I don't think I think this there's is no way. there's no way. I think they're saying it that has if to you be are like so obsessed the with Darth exact same one. Yeah. Like if you're so obsessed with Darth Vader and you want every little detail to be exactly like it, then yeah. That's what that's I'm saving up for you guys. Really? <laughs> All right, here's the next one. Did you know the actor Daniel Radcliffe went through nearly 70 wands and 160 pairs of glasses during the making of Harry Potter? No, I did not know that. I did not know that, that either. doesn't really surprise me. 70 wands? Yep, and 160 Ooh. pairs of glasses. That's so crazy because it looks the same. Well, they probably you know? make them there in the house. But you would think that he would just need one pair of glasses. But, uh, but stunts. then... Yeah, Falling. stunts. Yeah. And you remember, he was he started as a little kid. That's true. Little kids drop things like crazy. I also never finished Harry Potter. Huh? Like, I never watched the whole thing. I think I watched, like, the part one and two, and then, like, the last two. All right, we'll be back in eight hours. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> Did you know? I think you told me this one. Did you know the filling in Kit Kats is made from damaged Kit Kats? I didn't tell you that. Okay, you didn't tell me. I think Rose must have told me that one. That's cool. Yeah, it says the folks at the Kit Kat factory sure know how to recycle. Whenever a Kit Kat bar is somehow made imperfect during production, like air bubbles or other issues, the chocolate bar isn't thrown out. Instead, they ground it up into a fine paste, turn it into a filling, then incorporate it back into the production process to create new Kit Kat bars. So my question is, if they're all perfect... And they run out of imperfect ones. Do they make a batch that's imperfect on purpose? No. Or they just have a rest. They, they just use that same recipe as a paste if they need yeah, it. Yeah, if they need it. Mm. Which is pretty smart. I kind of like the the thought process though that they mess up on purpose too. Like, maybe though. Hmm? Maybe they like that idea too though. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I think that's just a smart idea because then you're not wasting. Yeah. Okay. Here is one that I would like to disclaim that we're not trying to um, encourage or discourage. Okay. Did you know it only takes six minutes for alcohol to affect your brain? Give yourself six minutes and you'll see your favorite alcohol beverage go to your head a lot quicker than you think. Researchers at this university hospital found that six minutes after consuming alcohol, changes are already taking place in the brain. That's Mm. why people be acting funny. I guess and it depends on how high the alcohol is too. They act really even more funny. Yeah, and I think it depends on how much you can handle um, alcohol, I guess. If you're a lightweight, it probably could affect you in six minutes. But if you're someone who's alcoholic, maybe not the same. Or well, maybe even does, faster. It, well, it probably, it still affects you. It's just that you, like people don't get that effect. But like if you're an addict, you get that hit that faster. fixes your addict faster yeah so like if you're addicted to it it still probably hits in six minutes but then you feel like you got your fix uh yeah that makes sense so okay also this one please do your research i just found this and i thought it was interesting did you know the youngest olympian was 10 years old 
I did not. I didn't know that either. I thought it was like 14. It, this was in 1896. It was a geek, geek. It was a Greek gymnast, Dimitrios Lundras. You saying that properly? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I just made well, the Greek. I know Demetrius. That's why. That's correct. Okay, because I had a friend named Dimitri. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's the next one. I thought this one was really fascinating because this is a product and a brand that Andrew and I uh, really like. I don't know if you know this, but did you know that only 18 out of 1 million Lego pieces are defected? It says the mold at the manufacturing plant in Lego are so precise and effective that only 18 out of the millions are to be found defected. Out of all the 20 billion pieces that are manufactured every year, they have only found 18 defects. Jeez. That is crazy good. I knew that the packaging was pretty spot on too because like the other day, like a month ago, we returned like two Lego sets because we were like, oh, we had them. We didn't need them. Mm -hmm. We didn't realize it. So we went to, I went to return it and the guy was questioning me like crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. He was like, so what's wrong with them? I'm like, oh, there's nothing wrong with them. They're not open. He's like, okay. Because like sometimes people get the same bag. Like, they'll get two ones, you know, if it's a big set. Oh. And he's like, it's very rare, though. And most oh. of the time, people are lying. So that's why I'm asking you all these questions. Wait, why would people lie? Because they, like, they missed a piece. Like, like let's say, like, you and me bought, like, the giant Star Wars set or whatever, right? Okay. And then we lost one piece, and we knew what bag it was. We would buy it. People buy the sets again and then replace it and then say, oh, it has double bags. And then they return the whole thing and get their money back. But meanwhile, they probably took out one piece and sealed the bag again. That is pretty insane. Yeah. I only know all that, too, because, like, I'm in the collecting, like community and i know that i see people like do that yeah there's videos on youtube of people how, teaching you how to do it how to seal bags up yo that is so insane. that's why they're super particular on like because that does happen but it's very rare too and yeah. that makes sense why lego is so precise, precise. because they want to make sure like everything they're not is, lose yeah they want to make sure they're not losing money yeah, yeah. because eight eight hundred dollars and then they get it back they can't sell that. That's $800 is gone. Yep. So that's why this fact, this fact is so crazy. Because mm -hmm. it's like you only have found 18 defected Legos out of like the 20 million whatever pieces you have, billion pieces you've ever created. Yeah. And that also makes sense too because Lego is one of the oldest toys companies yeah. in the world. If you guys have not watched the Lego um, documentary, was it documentary? Or, or it was like a series and there was an episode on Lego. I think it was called, yeah, the, the show is called like Toys That Made Us. Yeah, Toys That it's Made Us. It's on Netflix. They go through like toys that were like, had a lot of like. Impact in the world. And also like weird history throughout the industry. Mm -hmm. And Lego was one of the episodes and Yumi watched it and it was like. It was one of the best cool. episodes. Like It was, like, it was so awesome to watch the transformation and how, I mean. Obviously, we're not in Lego company, but just to see how it's still been passed down to family. 
families for generation, yeah. how multiple times almost went out of business. Yes. And, and how, how each the family of legal yeah. blown up recent in the last like 10 years. Yep. And how each family is like not letting it die and not saying like, we need you to do something else. They're, they like believe in their family brand. That's not um common. Yeah. And, and like how like a lot of history of Legos, it was geared towards more boys and girls never felt comfortable. And so now with the new surgeons of Lego, they've had like girl branded focused figures like Oh my gosh, they come out with Barbie. I they have to buy the franchise. They need to buy the franchise. You can build a Barbie doll. Not just Barbie doll or like the dream house. Oh my gosh. (gasps) Chill, 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 chill. I would literally buy that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of the new stuff too, like all the plants and flowers yeah. they're making and stuff, like people your age are buying them and like putting them in their house and stuff yeah. like that. We could, we grow with Legos that we could build, but not Legos to like how we have now. Well, I, yeah, I think because we had Legos we were too. Younger, because Lego wasn't really wasn't, much of a set. It was yeah. like you buy like the boxes. Yeah, you, you buy the boxes of, and you make whatever. But I think like because we play with Legos as kids, it's just a nostalgia thing. Yeah, where we buy it because that's what we your, grew up. Your and siblings we want are it. really into Legos yeah. right now. Or all my, all like, my siblings has always been into. But Legos. like your older brother, like he buys sets and he never builds them, but he just collects the sets. Yeah, but then he's always had Lego since we were kids. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And that's just a cool fact. We could talk about Lego forever. For real, this isn't the Lego podcast, though. No. All right, here is another did you know that Andrew and I have actually been to. Mm. Did you know there is a museum dedicated to failure? Oh, yeah. Yep. Andrew and I have gone to the Museum of Failure. They invited me. (laughs) Um, I didn't want to say us because it is not us. (laughs) They invited me to... Um, their Museum of Failure at the Mall of America. It features so many cool stuff that Andrew and I were just like, wow, it's insane how people invent things and it failed. And it, it was cool to see that people's invention failed, but then other people's invention of the exact same thing didn't fail. It was either the exact same things or spinoff concepts yeah. from that. Mm-hmm. Like the biggest one that I remember, this uh, example of one, is when uh, you guys listening might remember as well, Blu-ray players was one of two different concepts at the same time. Yeah, there's Blu-ray and then HD. HD. I think it was called HD videos. There were I the can't. red boxes, and they said HD on them, so you can get an HD video or Blu-ray. And people thought Blu-ray was gonna fail, but actually Blu-ray popped off, and HD failed. Yes. So, like, in this museum, they had, like, an HD DVD player or whatever is one of the examples. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of, like, flip phones and old phones that, like, concepts that didn't really They had, like, hair curlers, toothpaste that didn't work out, Mm -hmm. frozen food. There was some food that didn't work out. I I don't remember remember the food as much. It was just the phones and, like, the electronics. I remember there was some food that didn't work out that was weird. Um, yeah, there was a lot of electronics. But through this, we, like, looked, and it was a lot of, a lot of it, so, yeah, like, tr- like, 
technology that like didn't pan out but like yeah. we're high like the google glasses yeah was one of them yep, the google glasses was one of them like it was just like a bomb concept yeah like it, you can't see <laughs> right and it's like not just from 2000s it was even like earlier and mm-hmm. way before we all were even born concepts that people have been wanting to do in the modern day but i think it didn't work out back then because they don't have the resources that we do now yeah, or like mm-hmm. like certain phones, like concepts didn't come out because other phones came out at the same time. Like the Razer came out at the mm-hmm. same time as other cool phones. So the Razer was more popular. And then you got like Blackberry and stuff like that. Right. Because, yeah, those were on it too. Like different A types. Different type, like some spinoff. So we've actually been to the Museum of Failure. I think it's Is a this still touring? One. I don't know if it's still touring. I don't know where it's actually located, but you can look up the museum of fail- failures it probably is touring somewhere because it wasn't like a permanent thing at the moa Mm-mm. it was like a it was a tour a tour and we like went to the grand opening yep it was cool it was fun did you know a lifeboat drill was canceled the morning of the titanic tragedy i didn't know that i did not because i think they they mentioned that in the movie really or maybe it was like behind the scenes of the movie yeah, they scheduled it the morning, but then the crew never assembled one, and it was canceled. So if you're ever GG. going on a cruise and they did not do a drill, get off. Because it seems like this is the curse. <laughs> get off, though. Get off the cruise. This is a reason why I do not want to go on cruise because of the Titanic tragedy and just a bunch of boat tragedies in general that has come up a lot. Like even the Korea one. There was just a recent one, and there was, I think there was three before Titanic, but three smaller ones, and Titanic was probably the biggest one. That's why it's- Do you know the Titanic's actually not that big? No, it's the biggest tragedy boat compared to the the four or three before that. Before that, but the Titanic, I think in the Disney, I think three Titanics can fit in one Disney cruise or something like that. I'm not surprised. It's so small, actually, compared to- how right but at the time at that time it was big. huge i only know that because um we recently had those people who dived to go look at the titanic and died but who knows because the titanic could have like sunken no they have the whole measurements honey it was a big thing oh underwater no before it went underwater oh, I was say- it was it was a big ordeal when it came out yes so it was, like, that was all the biggest the they could create stuff. Yeah. back then yeah and it took a long time. But now, like, if you take that perspective of, like, the cruises these days, it's not even that big. It's really mm-hmm. small. But I only know that because it was recently, like, they are talking about that in the news because people think it's this giant thing. Yeah, because if you look at Lego. <laughs> <laughs> but then in hindsight, you actually realize, like, it's actually not that big. Mm-hmm. So. so here's another funny digital fact. There was a... Um, nurse either she was a nurse or a cruise ship i think she might have been a cruise ship person who obviously is a crew and she was on three tragedy she was in each of the tragedy before the titanic and she still survived the titanic what a boss dude dude she's a curse let's be real no she literally thought she was so (laughs) she was like i'm trying to break this curve Uh off my life because i think i think she's the nurse on the cruise ship that's why she had to go on these cruises 
Like she's one After of the two. You don't think you would never go back on a everyone boat? Everyone said that. Like, everyone what is wrong was, with you, lady? Literally, everyone was like, after two tragedy cruise ship, you still went on the Titanic. But I think because she's a nurse and she that's her job. Obviously, we don't live in that era, so we don't know what life is like. Or how hard it was to get jobs. Yeah, how hard it was to get, yeah, get jobs, keep jobs, have money. And so she was uh, in the Titanic and one of the last people to get out because she was saving people. And they're like, you're a woman. You need to go because all women and children have to go on the lifeboats. Yeah. And she was like, no, my job is to save lives. And so she kept going. And then she said that she just remember one of the guys handed her a baby and pushed her and said, um, you have to go. Yeah. Like you ha- like uh, you have to go like watch her. Was and her ha- name Rose? No. The baby. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, so then he pushed her. And she, that's the last time she remember. And then that's when the ship went out. And she was like, she was she said she was mad because she said I would have died on that ship because she her. Her thought process was my entire purpose in life was to save these people, not f- to save myself. What a boss. Yeah. I she was still like, survived, though. And she still survived. I was like, y'all, that's crazy. Because she said, I'm not getting off this boat until all these people get off this Did boat. Did you know that the story of Rose is fake? Yes. Okay. Some people didn't. I know the story of Rose is fake because I saw this guy on the doorbell crying to his mom. <laughs> Did you see that video? <laughs> and yeah. how, like, <laughs> she was like, the story of Rose and Jack is fake. Like, I've been lied to my entire life. And the mom was like, you knew this. She go, He was like, no, they're the reason yeah, why I, I was that. in love. And I was like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> this guy, he was legitly crying. You're listening. Go look it up. It's so funny. It's, it's so It was hilarious. like from a, through a ring camera. Yeah. It was so funny. Did you know people in medieval England had rap battles? Before rap battles, there was something called flighting in the medieval times. This is when two opponents would trade insults at each other, and it was widely popular in the 15th and 16th century. That's where your mama jokes come from? Yeah. I was born in that era. So you want to talk about mama? (laughs) Flighting? That's just so funny. I should have Googled what flighting really meant. Like the history of it. Mm. But that's some crazy rap battles. I wonder what their insult is like. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, what do I you- can afford food. You can't. Yeah, like something <laughs> stupid like that. Did you know our sharpest memories are from early adulthood? It's called a reminiscence bump. This psychological concept theorizes that as adults reflects on their lives, they remember more events in their 20s than at any other time. That is so crazy because when I think about it, we do reflect more. When we look back at our lives, we don't reflect back on like high school, middle school, and elementary. We reflect on our 20s of what we did and what we could do better. But, uh, yes, I feel like we do, but is I always thought, always that, uh, thought about that because we were together so when we have when we talk about stories and stuff it's about like us yeah because that's your sharpest memories is that why or is it because it's about us no it's no your memories your sharpest memory like the things you remember the most are from your 20s like do you remember anything from high school yeah of course yeah but do you remember anything like like do you remember everything from high school I feel like in our 20s, we remember so much more like what college was like, what mm-hmm. friends we had, what we experienced. I felt like in high school, it was more like, oh, we went to class every day. And then 
we had it. We like. But is that also? Couldn't that just be because that's the closest age to us right now? Nope. Interesting. I don't think so. I think that even if we give people advices, we don't give advice from under eighteen. Well, duh. That's what I'm saying. I <laughs> oh, think that's that makes why. Sense. That's yeah. why it says our sharpest memories are from our early adulthood. Yeah, and I think we when, make these dumb when, decisions too. You know, like yeah. people do make terrible decisions in their early twenties. We made terrible decisions in our early twenties. Like money decisions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Digital bubble wrap was originally invented as wallpaper. No. <laughs> but I I would love that because then just like you're born and start popping your wall. Yeah, it says Imagine being plastered all over your walls. Engineering AI fielding and Swiss inventor Mark Chavanez invented bubble wrap accidentally in 1957 while trying to create a textured wallpaper by sealing two sharp curtains together to trap air bubbles. That's crazy. An accidental thing became uh, one of the world's best anxiety reliever. Crazy. People love popping air bubble, like um, the bubble wrap. Yeah. Why is that too? I don't know, it's but so weird. But at work, when I had to like package packages, half of them are popped already because I just sit there. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I'm just so intrigued. I need to know the psychological reason why we love to pop bubble wraps. It's the same reason why some people love like to like vacuum super dirty things. Or like, oh, you know what like I mean? when they're like, oh, it's satisfying to hear like a like that. Not even that. Like seeing a bunch of stuff leave. Mm, what is that thing? It's like the satisfactory thing. I don't know if that's the same thing though, because like I like to vacuum things that are dirty and see it leave, but then popping bubble wrap has like this funness to it. Is funness a word? It is no. Did you know that the average U.S. household has 300,000 things in it? The average U.S. household. Yeah, I think we have more than that. I'm not going to lie. Are you serious? Honey, I have like 300,000 things behind us right oh now. <laughs> it says no matter how many times you follow Marie Kondo's advice to spark joy, you probably still have more than what you need at home. Facts. Yikes. I'm about to start throwing stuff away. That's, I think that's uh, one of the reasons why people like to camp. I don't know if we have over 300,000. Oh, I know. 100%. Honey, look around you. <laughs> it's 300 house. items. <gasps> it didn't. I'm, like, I'm how many stressing pens out do right you now. Have? Pens? I have five pens right now. Right, I literally only have five pens. Flex of all time. <laughs> it's because no, just think of, I don't like, go to the items. Okay, like, if you guys head, don't know, I collect toys. Every toy has like five different things on one figure. Well, I count that as one item. It's if more, you say plates, right? We have true, like we have fair. like twenty plates. Yeah, that makes sense. Twenty we have plates, fifty cups, and including more, mugs. More than <laughs> I'm gonna go count our cups after this <laughs> and start tossing cups. stuff, man. Uh, oh yeah. my gosh! Cords. Reading mics, this fact li- stands blew my freaking mind. I mean, obviously you have to c- consider clothing, shoes, Clothes, socks. Sho- yeah. Obviously, that all does add up to 300,000 Miles' things. toys. Miles' clothes. We're getting rid of that. <laughs> I'm, I am fall cleaning. Because we're not going to clutter. His birthday is coming up, so we know for a fact that there's going to be new stuff 
that's going to clutter the house. So we an have ex- to- another additional 3,000. Yeah, another additional <sighs> 3,000 things. So it's not 3,000, it's 300,000. Yeah, but he's going to get an additional 3,000. <laughs> but I just have to start decluttering so we can place this new stuff in. And it's like not even that far from Christmas to y'all. Here is a here's a crazy fact that I didn't know you might know. Did you know grapes light on fire in the microwave? No. That's pretty cool. Yeah, in 2011, a physicist Wow, I said that so weird. At the University of Sydney went viral after he placed a grape in the microwave filming the blazing results and the stumped scientists Oh, and stumped scientists until 2019. Why did I just read that so weird? Why do they blow up? Um, okay, it says that the spontaneous combustions of grapes occur as a result of the loosened electronics and ions that cluster to form plasma when the fruit gets hot. So it's just loose electrons. That's why. Hmm. It's very interesting. I didn't know that grapes light on fire. When I read this fact, I had this temptation to try it myself. I was going to say, I kind of want to do that. Yeah. What do they do in air fryer? Probably burn your house down. Wow, that's exactly what we want. Let's go buy grapes right after this. (laughs) Let me drink my coffee that's already cold. That's Stephanie's anxiety, you guys, coming through. Where she read that we we have 300,000 things. And she's like, you know what? I can't handle that pressure. I'm just going to burn our house down with grapes. Yeah. Like, what the heck? I also have this tendency. I think it's not my tendency. I think it's a tendency in general is when you read facts like, did you know that if you put a grape in the microwave, it blows up? People have this urge to try themselves. And I'm that person. And I need those stupid cautions that says, do not try at home. Because I will try it at home. I just... I'll tell you right now, do not try <laughs> I don't know why. I just want to see it for myself. All right, I'm going to do a rapid fire of facts, and we will react to them as quickly Such. as possible because I have a lot of them. Mr. Potato Head was the first toy to be advertised on TV. Knew it. I did not know that. It was also in that show, Toys That Made Us. Oh, yeah, it was. I didn't watch that episode. That's why. Uh, mosquitoes are attracted to people who just ate bananas. <gasps> really? Yep. No wonder I hate bananas. I was going to say. I hate mosquitoes. I should ask Tommy, your brother, if he ate bananas that day before he went to camp. Why? Because he had over 100 mosquito bites. But that's also because you guys are in a location that gives no, you. No, but I had one. Banana? No, one mosquito bite. And most, the average person had like maybe 10. He had 100. He counted them. I don't know. So I don't know, unless he like he pushed them something. up, but maybe he ate banana that morning before he went. Wow. I'm going to ask him now. So crazy. Cats can make more than 100 vocalizations. Huh? Mm-hmm. You got you to gotta ask Lynn. I got to ask Lynn. Um, okay. Snakes can predict earthquakes. They have a sense that tells them a coming earthquake from up to 75 miles away and up to five days before it happens. So it sounds like we need to like a snake. figure out how to... No, we don't need a snake. We I don't was have gonna, earthquakes. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, you're going to say we need a snake. We don't no, have earthquakes. I'm, they need to figure out how to 
Oh, how to that. yeah. So they can predict how it. to yeah. If you can, which does make sense. Who who is the scientist who figured this They're out? They're probably trying to figure that out. Well, y'all need to step it up. Step it up. You might know this. The sound of Star Wars lightsaber was created by pairing together the sound of a idle film projector and the buzz from an old TV set. Yes, I knew that. Okay. The Eiffel Tower was originally going to be erected in Barcelona, but the project was rejected because the citizens thought it was an eyesore. Dun, dun, dun. You know why? Because guess where it's at? Paris. Paris. Paris, and it is one of the most popular. Um, it's like the most iconic thing. Yeah. Like, if they didn't have that, they would have. No one would go to Paris. Exactly. Or to France. Uh, for sure, at least half the tourism would die. Yep. At least. At least. Because I think that, not that we know, but it seems like the Eiffel Tower is the reason why people even care about their other um, landmarks. You know, it, like the it helps. Um, right, that's what I'm saying. I mean, we've been to Paris twice, and we still go to Eiffel Tower. But I we know. Went twice. Twice. So. So Barcelona, do y'all regret it? I do want to know if they regret it. Well, I mean, we regret it to the point where we made our own in Vegas. Was it? It wasn't from us. We made our own. There's a didn't isn't there like a replica in Vegas? Or I no, no, no. That's in Japan. That's in Japan. Japan. Japan has their own Eiffel Tower. In Utah, birds have the right of way on a highway. That's dumb. <laughs> Utah, come on. What are you guys doing? All right. This one is pretty crazy to me because I feel like, I mean, this next fact is very, like, mind blowing. You are not allowed to swear if you play at Wimbledon. Wimble- Wimbledon oh It's so hard to say that word because it's a D instead of a T, but people call it Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Sorry, y'all. Because of this, the line judges have to learn curse words in every language. Can you imagine having to learn every single curse word in every language possible? <laughs> kind of sounds fun. But at the same time, it sounds like there's how many languages and how many curse words. There's a lot of curse words. Well, and different terms mean different things per language. Exactly. That's there's certain saying. words that people use in Australia. I'm not going to say the word, but they just use it as a casual word. Yeah. But here, it's like a really bad word. Uh, right. So I think that's what I'm saying. Like, man, you have to learn every aspect of it. But it makes sense why you are in the line of judges. This one is pretty crazy, and we should probably go to a store and grab it. Cucumber can actually cure bad breath. We need to try this. Stop looking at me like that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, crows can remember the faces of individual humans. They can also hold a grudge. That's why I hate birds. That is why I hate crows. Crows are so mean. If you disagree with me, prove me wrong, please. Our kid pet a crow at the zoo. And it was mean. No, it wasn't. It was nice. It was mean. How? It does. No, it was mean in a sense. It didn't really listen to the um, trainer. Trainer, yeah. Like They, they it, get tired. Right. But, 
My question is, they remember all those faces? Like, yes, they do, because they want to see who they have to hold a grudge against. GG. George Washington opened a whiskey distillery after his presidency. Did you know that? I think I did, actually. That's so crazy. What's the name of it? Does it say? Uh, it does not say what his thing was. Before alarms was invented, and obviously way before smartphone alarms, there were people called the knocker-uppers who would literally knock on people's windows to wake them up in time for work. Up until 1970s, knocker-uppers used a long stick, soft hammer rattle, or even pea shooters to reach clients' windows to wake them up to go to work. Dude, I have some coworkers that still need those people. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You are that person. No. I, I am your knocker-upper, bro. <laughs> no, Miles is our knocker-upper. He is not our knocker-upper. I had to wake you up after he wakes me up. He woke you up. Therefore, he's the original knocker-upper. How much do knocker uppers get paid? <laughs> I can't even imagine like us not sleeping and like someone come knock our window to tell us it's time to work. I feel they like can't that do that so now. Someone's annoying. gonna get shot. <laughs> no, I'm saying like back in oh, that yeah. in before 1970. 1970s is not even that long ago, y'all. 1970s. Yeah, they did that all. 19. The- yeah, it says 1970s up until the 1970s. Like our parents I'm- were born. Yeah, our parents are right. Bef- yeah, and I also think that it's probably like it would it prob probably die down in certain areas. Obviously, mm-hmm. so crazy. I would not want anybody coming and knocking on my window to wake me up. I'll be so irritated. It's like it's like when your parents wake you up. <laughs> That's why there is a town in Nebraska called Manawi. With a population of one. The resident is a woman who serves as a mayor, bartender, and a librarian. What a boss. Yeah. Is that all in one spot? <laughs> yeah, I want all in one spot. A study from Harvard University finds that having no friends can be just as deadly as smoking. Both affect levels of block clotting protein. I believe that. Yeah, I believe that too. Through COVID? Oh, yeah. COVID really set that. Mm-hmm. Um, research in place. So many people we knew in COVID and like hated that and they struggled so much. Um, you know, and we felt bad for that. Like that really just affected them even worse. Like mm-hmm. if you already like don't have friends and you already have social anxiety, just to go through COVID and have that be 10 times worse, man, can't even imagine that. Though I would have to say that for me during COVID, it was a time of actually getting to relax and slow down in life. I think that's why I did not mind COVID at all because we really made life slow and we just slowed down so much. Yeah. Here's the last one that's going to dive right into our next episode. I guess it's a little hint for y'all. The Barbie doll's full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts from Willows, Wisconsin. Her birthday is March 19, 19. Her birthday is March 9th, 1959, when she was first displayed at the New York Toy Fair. Oh. That is so cool. Again, I love Barbie. I grew up with Barbie and I have always loved the name Barbie. 
but not so much the full name. Sorry, all if your name is Barbara or Barb. Yeah, I like Barbie. I like if you use it like that, but you can never name your kid Barbie because they'll become Barb. Yeah, that's true. But from Willows, Wisconsin, guess Wisconsin got some points. Mm-hmm. Did you know in the Barbie movie, the daughter that the Barbie doll was made after is the old lady in the movie? Oh, I thought that was the inventor. No, the inventor passed away. Oh, she did. Yeah, that's why the inventor is played by an actor. Okay. But the old lady... That- it's the daughter that Barbie was created after. Yes. Cool. That is another Did You Know fact. Did you know that in the office... Um, what's her name? Carol. Do you mm-hmm. remember Carol? Mm-hmm. That's Michael Scott's real wife. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't. I feel like I knew that, but at the same time, I didn't. When I read that again, I was like, "Oh my gosh, what the heck?" I don't know if they were married before or after the show, but that's his real wife, and they've been together for a long time. Cool. Yeah, cool, cool beans. Love The Office. It's one of my favorite shows. That is. Um, that is all I have today. Was it fun? It was fun. You only knew like two out of all the facts I said, right? Yeah, something like that. But I dropped some more knowledge on you, so. I told you guys, I really like Did You Know Stuff and Facts and History because... It's just fascinating to me. It's fascinating, especially when it's like in the 1900s. Because I can't fathom that. I can't think about life like that with what we have now. Mm -hmm. So it's always just interesting and it's always refreshing to think about life like that. Yeah. Andrew's bored of my podcast. No, no. You kept saying, yeah. That's true. I feel like history is one of the coolest things. And this, that did you know, is kind of history. Yeah, digital is mainly history, which I like. Let stuff know if you want me back on for more. Did you know? (laughs) Maybe this is my my personal This is your thing. Well, if you have any other did you know um, facts or history or just even comments like from TV shows. I also like did you know TV show stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Drop it in the Spotify questionnaire box. You can definitely submit your own and... Hopefully, I can respond to them and read them because, again, I love the Did You Know stuff. You should do an episode of just fan-made Did You Know. That would be cool. So, please drop them in the comments below. You can follow Andrew at Coffee with Drew. Mm -hmm. Obviously, everything will be in the show notes. Um, And where else? He does Empire Radio. You guys love Star Wars. He talks about Star Wars. Um, what else? That's it. The two things. That's it, yeah. If you have any questions or suggestions, please follow us at the Daily Gloss Podcast on Instagram. Feel free to write to us about what you think we should talk about, topics you're interested in. Other than that, we will see you next Monday. Bye. Bye.